Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast. I know it's been long, but you know the the wait is worthwhile. Like this time of the podcast, we have Viraj Chazed. I think I'm pronouncing your name right. I know I'm doing that. <laughs> Don't correct me. All right, perfect. So Viraj runs this company called Bash dot ML with the Bash Mafia. So I'll let Viraj introduce himself, himself, and then we'll talk about building in public and a lot more. So Viraj, introduce yourself. Um, I'm a 17 year old kid. who is interested about startups philosophy psychology um just a little curious um before this i ran a b2b agency um arvr agency called wizard lab um yep that's it right now i run bash with uh, a bunch of my online friends mm mm-hmm. that's that's nice yeah. you like like every startup founder i meet right first thing i ask is mm-hmm. what's your one minute pitch for your startup um okay creating videos is really messy mm-hmm. and it's such a painstaking experience um you need to set up camera lightings do lot of stuff uh bash helps you create videos on autopilot sweet that's nice do like where did this idea come from like kaisa is video is like fairly common now everybody uses video so right did you think of that ki video is very common and it will probably never end so let's automate it or like was it something else no no um so what happened is um uh, it has a story behind it um it's fairly long i'll sure, ca- so. continue with that one yeah yeah so i was building wizard lab back then and um I was the typical product guy you could imagine who just wants to code and sit behind his computer and not want to talk to people. <laughs> okay, us 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 moment. Let's go. Yeah, so I I just um sucked at sales. Mm-hmm. And running a B2B agency and <laughs> when you suck at sales, it's a terrible experience. Again us moment. So, That's nice. <laughs> so, uh what happened is I realized okay, uh, I'm probably not the guy who can do sales. So I found another interesting fellow on my LinkedIn. His name was Rishav Pandey. So, and exact opposite guy. He loved sales, growth, anything that I liked. Uh, <laughs> that was the thing that that, that guy disliked. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, we just were in complete synchronization. So that's nice. Um, started chatting with him. Um, like first, um, just got to know him better, and then I realized. Okay, Okay um let's just hire him for doing sales stuff i hired him and then i realized okay this guy is smart i think he, i should have him as a co-founder um we started working on wizard lab but then we realized this is probably the worst industry we could have chosen because selling something uh, like ar and vr to real estate guys 40 50 year olds who do not even think they need a website mm-hmm. and we explaining them why we are is the next big thing <laughs> we were just too early yeah man and i just hated that experience of going on one on one sales call and um like i just wanted to do something exciting um rishav introduced me to this term called growth saas bought me to twitter mm-hmm. and i just for some reason really loved that a uh, trend of building in public uh, building micro saas and i was like this is the thing that i want to do so mm-hmm. i just um 
told Reshav that, okay, I'm going to start something new because the ultimate purpose of building something is to have fun. Sure. And um, like at Wizard Lab, I'm not enjoying it. Like I enjoyed it till I built the product, but selling is not really um, that fun. So I thought, okay, let's do something this time. Um, and like this time I uh, started learning about sales growth, kind of pivoted from being the product guy to understanding market and stuff. Um, same time I met Digvijay on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Just DM'd him, uh, like the energy of guy vibe with him. Went on a call with him and the call was six hours long. That's nice. So, uh, the agenda of the call was let's build something cool and mm-hmm. we don't quit this call until we have some good ideas that's a nice way to do it like is, is this like your original thing like whenever you want to brainstorm you have a continuous call and until you get a decent outcome you don't cut it like is it your original thing or did you derive it from somewhere else um, I'm not sure I, I just thought in that moment for some reason this is the thing I should do interesting um yeah, so we just talked about, I mean, we started talking about um, SaaS and Noah Kagan at first, then somehow pivoted to, okay, let's build something cool and mm-hmm. let's not quit the call until we have a good idea. So, invited Reshav to that call. I called him and said, I'm quitting Wizard Lab um, and building this with this fellow. Would you like to join? Uh, somehow Reshav already knew Dick Vijay. Uh, he met him on, on Avalon server. So, okay. yeah. So, uh, I mean, we just thought of building something. We had like five ideas. Now, this time, I knew uh, most people think that if you build something, it will sell automatically, which is the worst thing that, um, like, this is what most technical founders think. For sure, for sure. And I was in that bucket. Yeah, man, um, like, like building is such a challenge already, right? Like after a point when, when you realize like selling is also stuff. <laughs> right. So I was like, okay, this time, um, let's actually validate the idea instead of building it for five months straight and realizing nobody wants it or you cannot sell it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we being like the cool Gen Z kids are, uh, like the meter to judge a startup idea is not um, how much money we can make out of it or how much valuable is it. Sure. Back then it was like how cool the idea is. 100%. 100%. Which <laughs> is a terrible idea by yeah, the way. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Things which are shiny are not always good, dude. True, right. True. But we were like, okay, we, we just want to work on something cool that mm-hmm. we would be really proud of working on and it would be a really cool growth experience for us. For sure. Doesn't matter the outcome. For sure. So this uh, domain of synthetic media was like fairly very new. I think almost nobody in India knew about it. And we were like, okay, we could really work on this stuff. So that's how we thought about, okay, we want to work on AIML Tesla shit. Um, cool. Let's just do something. <laughs> that's interesting. Do like it probably like three or four years ago, even AI was new. Like now how AR and VR is new for like at least the Indian market. Uh, AI was new. Uh, Is it the same right now? Like is it, is AI still no new and just picking up or like it's, it's been around for a while in India and people are using it. People don't even realize it, but they are using it. For sure. Hmm. Right. 
and um like i'm not sure i mean not sure about every industry but if you see some companies like copy ai or um like ai is rocking at that places for sure dude like i, I found so many like um copy generating tools like other than copy ai to like copy ai is probably the uh, at the top of the food chain like after a point i've seen so many dudes like almost a similar thing like I, i'm not sure dude see i'm a bit new to coding Mm-hmm. Can I consider GPT three as AI? <laughs> Even I'm not the AI coder guy. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it's 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 kind of confusing, but but still, right? There are a lot of startups that they're doing the same thing. Like after point. Right, right. So, uh, mm-hmm. like to put it simply, GPT three is the engine behind it. You just build mm-hmm. on top of that. Um, and if you know how to code, it's like if you are already acquainted with it, like it's fairly easy to do then. That's what I've heard most guys saying. That's sweet. All right. So like that that was how you started Bash. So I seen. Right. Like how, see, uh, like we had a chat like before the podcast, guys. So he said that Twitter, you know, helped him a lot. So how how's your how's your story with the tech Twitter been? Like how's your how's your journey with the tech Twitter been? Is it good? Like awesome. Is it good putting awesome. Awesome. I nice. mean, I've met so supportive people. I mean, those guys are more than my friends. interesting i i hit them at any hour in the day any time they would be willing to help me with all their time all their efforts i mean the community is so closed it's so good i mean <laughs> i lack words right now interesting dude like like see um the problem with twitter like see i really my journey with twitter right so when i started twitter i was like 13ish whatever 13 12 mm-hmm. well, i don't remember so at that point 13 so yeah we are anarchists at 13 right because we just discovered the internet and we want to you know overthrow the establishment so i uh, followed the left side of left wing of the indian twitter a lot and that was my <laughs> first experience with twitter not good at all right. then after like two years like i think for a year i quit twitter because i was like yeah this is this is this is not worth it after point when i when i saw tech twitter it's, it's great like once your feed is like it's just tech twitter it's really amazing and it's not toxic at all right so main pe- main complaint people have is that twitter is so toxic i won't i won't be there for long etc but after a point when you follow the right people twitter is the best like i'll right. rank it above uh, instagram like for sure right are for sure i mean if you follow the right people i mean how i've discovered right people is reshav introduced me to twitter i said mm-hmm. um, that i discovered microsas build and public growths and stuff so Rishav just told me um Twitter is really a cool place to hang out all smart people are here just uh, give it a try and i was like no i'm okay but once he shared a thread with me and i think it was written by Gagan Biani or um i think um the co-founder of Loom and hmm. it was how he grew from 0 to 500k users interesting and that guy literally shared each and every insight and people could just literally copy each step and i was like whoa linkedin is full of bullshit advice sure and like um it was a move from advice to insights twitter is full of insights so interesting i mean i just yeah. followed everyone who reshav was following <laughs> and i landed in the right community yeah man you sort of sort of got lucky dude because see the thing with twitter when a new person joins twitter right they're firstly bombarded with like bullshit stuff like 100% most of the times it depends on who are the 3 4 people they follow the first and then like the feed is developed right 
So right, yeah, right. A lot of people aren't so fortunate, dude. Like people just you know stumble into Bollywood, and uh, I mean, dude, aside <laughs> of the Bollywood, and it, it's just not worth it after a bit. Yeah, man. But still, dude. Like I think about if you think about LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn is comprised of mostly like forty, um, fifty year olds. That's that's what I think. Like thirty five plus these guys. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it's mostly advice. right because the inside culture and the opinion culture developed like for the gen z that's what millennial and the gen z and they have grown up on twitter that's what i feel that's my hypothesis of why linkedin is not that useful what do you think yeah, i mean linkedin is useful to some extent i mean i met smart guys there too mm-hmm. um it's not that it they are uh, like it's a completely useless platform it's great to connect with people but the content being produced there isn't at par with what's being produced on twitter because sure. um twitter is leading the trend of build in public and people are tweeting out insights every failure every experiment linkedin is just filled with hey i got a job today i mean twitter is the journey linkedin is the destination i mean sure Th- that's a good way to put it what do you think about right. clubhouse um personally i haven't used it a lot i mean just um some guys invited me for a talk i went there talked about stuff <laughs> didn't use it again dude club i have tried clubhouse very bad like honestly like it's i think it's it's like twitter like if you follow the right people you should go into the right rooms you'll be fine but like mostly the general homepage of clubhouse is just weird dude. like after a point if you think about it what is clubhouse clubhouse is an open ground where there are like minimal mm-hmm. rules and people are trying to grow so what's the easiest way to grow primal desire <laughs> <laughs> you just know what's happening there, so I think that's why you know a lot of spam is also there in Clubhouse, dude. Like I think that's why Clubhouse, I mean, it won't be that good of like like how Twitter is. That's what I feel. Like for that, like a great alternative, like not an alternative, like alternative has a bad connotation. That's what I feel. Is um Avalon scenes. That's what I think. See, because the thing with Avalon scene is, they just mm-hmm. took a huge community from Discord and they just shifted it to an app. so they already have right. a meaningful community there who will just continue the discussion on a separate platform i think that's right. the reason why right. they're receiving like less spam that's what i feel have you tried scenes mm-hmm. yeah i i went there to a give a talk once mm-hmm. i mean I, i'm not uh, a guy who consumes a lot of audio content so um not sure because um i think when i was 12 or 13 i developed a really bad habit of content over consumption i was addicted to reading books at that point reading i mean books? okay what kind of yeah, books i mean like when with business startups hmm. and i was the guy who would like come home read a ebook or watch videos or anything read a case study about some business stuff or something and i would feel great about myself that i learned this stuff and i mean i i reached a point where i started learning about how Tata is growing. What is the big business model that Stripe uses, and mm-hmm. why it's the future? How to build a company culture? How to hire? And I was at point where I did not even got my first paying customer, and I was learning how to build company culture. <laughs> like, did it so, help out? Like, after a point, like, did it really help out? I mean, yeah, subconsciously and subtly, it did. But I wouldn't suggest it as a really good way of learning stuff. So hmm. um, after a point, I stopped reading, and I was like, "Okay, I'll do anything, but I I'll stop reading, I'll stop consuming content now, and 
um, I developed this pain point strategy towards consuming content. I mean, um, I'm a very generalist guy. Okay. okay. Hmm. Now I wanted to do this launch for Bash, um, the believers deal, the uh, yeah, pre-launch. Yeah. Hmm. Now for that I needed to learn about growth and especially um, the psychology behind it and uh, Twitter as a platform itself. Sure. So then I took like five days and learned any and everything I could get my hands on. I have this um, theory of in-case learning versus in-time learning. People, what they do is they learn stuff, they read threads and they are like, okay, maybe some like in case in future, I'll use this. Hmm. I'm not the guy who will learn something and say, okay, I'll use this. I get my hands dirty and then I'm like, okay, now I'm in and now I need to learn how to do this. That, that's much better. So, like, Goal-oriented learning is always better, right? Because you know right. you have to implement it. It's very accelerated the mm. amount of learning i get through i mean um i do not talk jargon and shit sure but practically i know much better than those guys who have been learning from a long time because those guys are just learning they haven't really applied anything interesting so i just take this pain point approach towards consuming anything uh, you find a problem and then you just read any resources you come across that's nice. Like, I mean, what were like your, um, you know, mm-hmm. research materials and learning materials for those five days when you were, when you were learning about the growth for the believers deal? Um, I would say uh, number one, it was inspired by a microconf talk by Omar Zenhom. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll summarize the talk in like three points. Number one is you don't have a product until you have an audience. Interesting. Number two. Mm-hmm. Build trust before you build product. Sure. And uh, I think the third point would be um, sell first, build later, build once and sell twice. See, can you repeat the third one? Like, it's a bit complex. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the third one is sell first, build later, build once and sell twice. Interesting. That's 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 really nice. All right. So yep. and see, like, um, how is the approach? Right? Do you see when it's an early stage startup? How is the approach when you want to launch it for the first time? Because the believers deal, I mean, uh, can you explain it a bit, like, for the audience also? And as well, like, right. what is the process like when you're starting it for the first time, first time launch? How is the process? Like? Mm-hmm. How is it like? Okay, so um, I'll continue the old story about sure, the bash. Sure. Uh, so. What happened is we came across this idea of working something um, in AI and synthetic media was probably the coolest. So this time what we did is we wanted to validate idea first and not work for five months and then realize we could, we cannot sell. Sure. Sure. So we um, created a very fancy video and launched it on Twitter. Now this thing is called a smoke screen MVP. Hmm. Um, MVPs are of like many times. One is functional MVP where you build the most core functional products. Um, then there is this really beautiful smokescreen MVP. Okay. Now what happens in smokescreen MVP is just as the name suggests, it's smokescreen behind something, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you kind of portray the product and measure the market's interest. Okay. Hmm. So we were like, okay, let's launch this and see what people are reacting. Created the video, 
made the website, figured out stuff in six days, like six days after the call, and launched it on Twitter. Okay. And then the reaction was amazing. Mm-hmm. Everyone was tweeting about us, and I mean, at that time I had like two hundred, three hundred followers. So for me, the tweet got like forty um, k impressions and three k views. For me, that was viral. Sure. sure. <laughs> and um, even co-founder of Shivam Mangla, like one of the very few companies in India who's working on synthetic media. Mm-hmm. That guy tweeted about us and said, "16 years old and India are." Uh, Building AI, which we didn't hear about like one year ago, and he just wrote beautiful lines on us, and we were so happy, dancing on <laughs> video call. <laughs> you would imagine sixteen-year-old kids dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so That's we were like, okay, this is probably our validation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hmm? what happened is, uh, like two fifty guys signed up on the same day for the product. Oh my God. Yeah, Two and that's nice, right? And ten signups were coming every subsequent day, even after we didn't post anything or something like that. Interesting. So like we thought like word of mouth, right? After after that, right, right. Interesting. Hmm. So we were like, okay, people are interested. Let's build this. Okay. Now we started building it. After one month, we built it and went to people and said, "Hey guys, we built this thing." Now buy this, yeah. and people reacted with, "We signed up because we thought it was cool, not something valuable we would pay for." Oh, sad, <laughs> big sad. So how do you deal with that? Like, so like out of how how many people had you gathered like in the signups? Um, probably two fifty three hundred. Three hundred. Like, how many of those guys said no? Um, I mean, we didn't approach everyone. We sorted out company like people who oh. worked in big companies mm-hmm. because we knew uh, like synthetic media building AI was gonna be really expensive. Sure. And people couldn't afford it for B two C purposes, so we tried uh, going for B two B first. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a like no no on face. It was like most of the people didn't even read emails. One guy replied with <laughs> what bash because. He forgot two months after signing what the product was. Oh my god! Yes, yes. <laughs> like, did you guys like not post anything like till you guys yeah, you know building? Because we were very busy building. Acha. So do you think like if you if you posted and stuff and you know maintained some PR, do you think right. it would be better? Would, it could have been better, but hmm. nothing could improve our uh, product blindness yeah. around the product. Sure. Because I told you the cool. Uh, metric is good if you want to learn stuff, but if you really want to build a startup and sell something, mm-hmm. measure how valuable it is for people. Sure, sure, sure. And sure. it wasn't like why would you even care what the hell AI is? Sure, sure. What you are interested in is like what's my benefit? Agreed, dude. Agreed. So it's what like we did is uh, as like a format, right? In India, like. There are mm-hmm. um, people have been have been like sort of comfortable with using a couple of softwares already, right? Like to this mm-hmm. day. So you guys, how did you guys compete with that? Like already people probably use InShots and stuff. If they if they have to make like smaller videos or like use like bigger products like Premiere Pro and After Effects, how do you deal with that? Right. No, no. I mean, uh, we weren't going for that market specifically because we didn't have a market in the first place. We were like, sure. 
cool kids let's build and launch let's build and launch the complete technical guy mindset sure. everyone in our team was like a engineer back then for sure so i mean at this point of time i started meeting a lot of cool people who really explained me what um and how to understand users what a market is how do you go about building stuff mm-hmm. so what we did is we wanted to figure out a use case now so what we did is we like seeked our whole twitter network linkedin network like anywhere we know someone working on a really good position um like an industry leader or sort of we approached that guy gave him bash and said okay this is bash this is what we can do play with it incorporate this in your workflow and let me know if you find this valuable at any place hmm. i i think i did about 70 calls in a month interesting and like all those like would be like more than 30 40 minutes right like explaining people like how bash works and stuff one hour one hour dude that's that must be tiring dude like 70 calls <laughs> right dude, like um it's difficult uh-huh. like what was the age group like the people you approached 40 50 ah uh, that would be 30, so th- difficult so difficult <laughs> no i mean till that time we have built a repo on twitter linkedin hmm hmm and i mean people respected me back then too because some people knew me from wizard lab uh degvija has had his own network i think he was building kotaru back then yeah he um, launched it right like recently right right um mm. resha was building blair so everyone had their own network so sure. like, people respected us mm-hmm. even though yeah so um, we just gave them and uh, after some time we really had some good use cases mm-hmm. e-commerce guys wanted is to uh, e-commerce guys wanted to use our product to create personalization like um their brand ambassador we would create a a virtual avatar of their brand ambassador let's say emma watson okay. she comes in after you purchase some product from amazon let's say uh, you would receive a message from emma, emma watson saying hey um hi yash thank you for buying this product you would also want to check this 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 out how cool would that feel and that's nice like like is it is it common or is this is this something new no it's it's very new it yeah. hasn't even been implemented yet never heard of it that's nice right so and uh, creators like content guys wanted to upload their own faces um do different stuff with um like video creation so even though the core offering was same the features varied greatly Hundred percent, dude. Dude, I think this can be the next influencer marketing thingy for sure. Like after a couple of years, people people just sell their faces, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. These dude, this is this this would be great. That's nice. That's <laughs> Thank nice. you. So like, now, what happened is this. I was trying to do this in the future. Like, what's your um potential market? Like, किसको approach करना है in the long run? Who knows? Ah, uh, we are just building for the sake of building something. interesting because we all love building stuff we all love startups mm-hmm. our only aim is to keep building having fun <laughs> we are just 16 17 year old kids sure so um yeah did that and uh, like because by that time we grew really good audience on twitter i think we had like i had 600 or 700 followers dekh which i had 2000 mm-hmm. um so uh, like because most of them were creators so it felt natural for us to pivot this product towards making something for creators sure sure 
but this time strict rule sign ups are not validation mm. if people are ready to pay you money that's the only validation for sure for sure right so what we did is okay we built the product now the momentum of everyone in team was kind of down mm-hmm. because you see you do a launch and you get 250 sign ups a day and then no activity Uh, hello. I just got disconnected. Yeah, no uh, You can continue. Yeah. So yeah, everyone just lost momentum because you get two fifty signups a day, mm-hmm. but for the next three months, it's like nobody knows you. People even forget what you are building, and um, mm. you know, humans are creatures of their inertia. Like their environments affect them very much. For sure. For sure. So yeah, uh, now I knew Degvijay built this whole thing when like other companies who are building this, they raised like ten millions to build this piece of technology, and we did this without raising anything. Degvijay and Krish were doing their stuff. Um, Rishi was also doing cool. If people's momentum and energy is down, it's probably CEO's fault. Sure, sure. So, I'm like okay it's my fault now I need to improve this and how do you improve this you get paying customers hmm incentive oh, right mm-hmm. so what uh, I told I told you about the talk uh, before like I saw um, about the believers deal yeah, yeah yeah so what I did is I tried to model my launch after that talk which is you um, pre sell your offering mm-hmm. For a ridiculously low price. Hmm. For us, it was fifty dollars a lifetime, mm-hmm. and um, we and you keep some sort of scarcity. So hmm. we kept a cap of thirty deals, and then I went on and learned about consumer psychology and stuff. So I mean, I just wanted to make this launch really cool. Mm-hmm. Create a big hype around it. So yeah, learned about it. um so i told okay we are going to build this for creators but if and only if creators pay us interesting hmm build this product went on a 7 day sprint gave everyone a holiday rish of degvijay krish you guys take a break i'll do something and if this thing works out come back if not if this doesn't work out i'll try something else like until this works out you guys take a break because They were really burned out. Sure, sure. Even my mental health wasn't really good because I was. Um, it's it sometimes gets really hard um, managing your startup, studying, and sure, you essentially miss all the aspects of a normal teenager's life. Hmm. Um, do you, do you no social interaction. Do you, do you miss social interaction? <laughs> that that that's what I was gonna say. You do. Oh oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's, that's nice. I mean, no. Now I don't. I, I do have friends. I mean, I go and sometimes hang out with them, mm-hmm. like once or twice a month. Um, nice. And I mean, now I'm okay. Um, so yeah, we just did the launch. Mm-hmm. Now, interesting thing to note here. Yeah. We were building in public, mm-hmm. sharing each and everything that was going on 
our every experiment every failure our numbers how we are building stuff hmm. we genuinely formed a community and i said you the twitter guys and the india z uh, like we have a discord server of all uh, gen z founders and smart guys okay so i mean those guys are so supportive i just pushed out it pushed it out and i think i got 30 to 40 retweets just from those guys interesting right. and hmm. they were promoting it like it was their product oh that's the thing with community right like after a point like i think the discords are talking about like it, it must be having like less than 100 people 200 yeah it's it's invite only exactly so i think that's the reason why right? it's almost like you know it's almost like a small community a small city we're just trying to exactly. help each other out that's that's nice that's nice so we created so much hype around it that we just had 30 deals but we got 80 people to sign it sign up for it <laughs> interest that's nice that's nice but we just sold to 30 guys and like it got sold out in 15 hours of the launch and you were thinking like it would take you 7 days right a whole week at least right oh that's nice <laughs> how, how long did it take you to like build the product um yeah so we did the launch mm-hmm. and we promised those guys that uh, after the launch we would deliver the product after 2 months hmm hmm but we delivered the product just after 1 uh, month you guys like push too hard or like you like wh- wh- why so early because we wanted because people bought this deal because they believed in us that's why we called it oh, believers deal interesting all right and now it was our t- our turn to like fulfill the part hmm. you know jeff bezos says this um under promise over deliver Yeah, yeah, I think that was what we were trying to do. Like And people were really happy start, with that. Like from the start, like you, you when you said the two month uh, cap, you already knew that you'll be putting it out in one month. That that was that a plan or like after you got it in fifteen hours, you're like you know let's do this quicker. No, no. After we got, we thought okay, people loved us so much. Now we are going to code for straight one month. Interesting. <laughs> Nothing yeah. else because that time we didn't focus on traction revenue. Hmm. I mean, our waiting list was still growing up. Our domain was broken for three days, but we we didn't give a shit about it. <laughs> nice. We were like, happiness of these thirty guys is much more important. Interesting. That's nice. So we just de- mm-hmm. delivered the product this thirteenth, like thirteenth August. Thirteenth August. That's nice. That's nice. So like, right. when 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 are you planning? See what what will be like uh, the ultimate approach? Like, are you guys planning to keep this like? uh b2b only or like are you planning to open launch open launch this someday no no uh, you will probably see a public launch on by first week of september interesting that's nice that's nice let's come back to like your age right like you're like 17 16 17 at the moment so um when you're at school how do you manage uh work and studies uh i have my own answer um, to this but i'll first hear, hear yours <laughs> i'm thankful to covid <laughs> thankful oh, okay That's nice. Like, <laughs> like how, how was it before? Um, I mean, I I started building Bash when I was in like mid eleventh and Wizard Lab after my tenth vacations. So, like, hmm. I I just gave my class tenth board exams last paper and the lockdown was just from the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, pretty fortunate in that case. interesting like like before that like before that you were just reading or like before that you were you were building something no i built about 3 to 4 failed startups before that hmm. uh, one was a 
a directory for educational institutions um to put it yeah yeah just dial for educational institutions oh okay how did that turn out yeah. i couldn't do anything because i didn't even understand i would have scraped the data how would i hmm. get those education institutions to sign up it was a really big project for a 13 year old guy to do hmm. and i didn't even know how to code back then properly i mean i started coding when i was in class 3 but Mm-hmm. what i did wasn't web dev mostly and this was a pretty intensive project i had no knowledge of how startups are done um i mean i had the idea of businesses and the things that i read about mm-hmm. but they mostly talk about growing how do you do this how do you network how to do but nobody actually talks about how do you initially get started for sure for sure there is absolutely very less content around the very niche topics and problems that you're going to encounter and um, the only way to solve that for right like right now is to be in a community where people have already done that hmm sure sure yeah so I didn't have community anything so it failed miserably i mean, i think i did what i did back then was i just focused like one or two hours building some mini projects and spent most of my time in school and reading stuff that's nice that's nice mine was like almost the complete opposite dude like i used to bunk classes and stuff for like the influencer marketing thingy um like <laughs> eight nine grade and the thing with i really have this problem with this term balance right because what is balance it's a selective imbalance right if you think about it after a bit so if you want to excel at something you need to you know take some time out and for that you have to sacrifice something at least so for that like see uh, my studies got a bit eh for that reason but still like uh, i think that that was the better part of it because see when you're in school right there's no problem if you fail like you almost have like a safety net right like the thing with school mm-hmm. is it's the best place right. to build because you already have right. the leverage you have you know probably smart people around you and also for sure like like a few of your teachers will obviously help you out in that because they have seen some part of the world that you haven't that's mm-hmm. what i feel like when you're in school it's the best best time if you if you want to start out it's the best time But yeah, obviously, depending. I think if you're in India, even if you are yeah. not in the school, mm-hmm. and you are in the age group of let's say um, twelve to twenty-five, huh. it's I mean not twenty-five, consider twenty-one. It's probably the best time to build because you don't have the financial or career sure, risk. Because sure. even if you fail, it's not gonna matter. People are eventually gonna hire you because you ran a startup. For sure. for sure man like, that, that's that's yeah. really, really, because see whatever happens you already have a safety net right even if you fail three startups what what is going to happen you will still get food you will still be in a house right that that's one thing exactly exactly that's nice so, that's nice what yeah, were the early startups that you built um, like one of the I mean, yeah. directory uh-huh. sorry yeah, uh, yeah besides that they were mostly uh, like mini projects mm-hmm. um i had this idea of building zoom but optimized it for like educational institutions but mean zoom okay and okay yeah. that's nice and i had exactly no idea of how would i build something <laughs> i just knew i wanted to i mean it's uh, so, not a bad idea but, but like it would take a lot of time and effort like for, like basic research ux research mein itna time lag jayega because see right because video conferencing is a very wide um, right aspect. right this means on schools it's difficult so yeah i mean um i i do run a second brain sort of mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I write blogs and threads and my personal experiences. I mean, uh, as a part of building in public, I document my experiences there. And mm-hmm. I have a wall called as wall of uh, failures and rejections. So okay. every time I fail or get rejected, I'll put that failure on my wall. Like, like, like wall as in a proper wall in your house? Like? No, no, no. It's an ocean page. Um, I mean, it's on my thing. website. Exactly the same thing. Like I have, <laughs> I have this private notion, notion, notion file, notion page. Mm-hmm. Also be same. Like all the failures and rejections, I just type it out there. Right. It's, it's a because good coping mechanism, really, for sure. Right. I mean, um, I think one of my friends suggested it, and he said, title that as the amount of failures it took me to get successful. Interesting. <laughs> that's that's nice. And you have put this in public, right? Anyone and I put this in public. That's anyone that's can go and read. That's brave. But that's good. Where do you get this idea? I mean, um, yeah, one of my friends recommended to do that after one rejection. I felt pretty bad. <laughs> that's nice. That's nice. So, um, I mean, I put my wins there too. Sure, sure. The thing is, um, I mean, I built that wall like two to three months ago. Hmm. So, like all my failures and wins are not there. I mean, I just put what I could recall, the major sure. ones. Yeah. Like after a point, some failures like don't seem like failure. They just seem like process, right? If let's say one sales guy, sales uh, potential being customer rejects you, like it's almost every day, right? After a point, exactly, a failures, exactly. Just... But that's first one hits you really hard. Yeah, for sure, dude, for sure. That, that's true. Right. Dude, like when like you're you're sixteen, or even even younger, like twelve, thirteen. How do you learn skills? Like, what is the ideal way to learn skills and not get bored? The ideal way to learn skills is actually to go the other way around is to actually fix your outcome first. Okay. Um, let's say, oh, wow, this, um, like for me, it was usually, wow, Iron Man is really cool and mm-hmm. I want to build his suit. Sure. So that's when I started learning robotics. Oh my, that's nice. That's nice. And I would never get bored because I knew I was progressing towards my goal. Like have a specific outcome and just try to work towards it. That's that's nice, dude. That's right. Good way to look at it. Th- that's something for skills, right? Sure. But if you're learning something out of curiosity, mm. as I just mentioned, right now I don't read books uh, until I, if I have the need to. Sure. That's only for business and startup books. Mm-hmm. I do read psychology, philosophy. Right now I'm reading Human Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a, that's a big jump, dude. Psychology, human. Okay, why why are you reading human anatomy? Not me. I mean, um, okay. So, uh, I don't know. I just found the title very cool. It's mm-hmm. called uh, Genome: The Autobiography of Species in Twenty Three Chapters. Mm-hmm. I mean, twenty two, um, like twenty two, twenty three. It's kind of um yeah. ambiguous because uh, what happens is the author there decodes each chromosome. Mm-hmm in your cell and describes it history. I mean, how cool is that? History in evolutionary perspective. Dude, that's like genome mapping, but like backwards. That, that That's really cool, dude. Right. And in form of readable English. Exactly. Exactly. So I thought, wow, th- this stuff is really interesting. I mean, curiosity takes you anywhere. For sure. <laughs> but like reading, like the thing I've noticed with reading is it takes me too long. Like I, it took me like probably eight months to finish Inserto. Like, too long. Have you read? Mm-hmm. Have you read the answer to? No. No. 
is great it's like a series from talib do you know talib right okay. yeah yeah i heard about i heard a lot about him i think um a friend of mine who is really into philosophy mentioned him yeah dude like talib is good but the thing with talib is like what a lot of people dislike about him is like he i mean he writes in very complex english very complex like he goes the other way around completely like probably like most authors they try to make it simpler so that more people read it like bigger market this guy is the complete mm-hmm. opposite ki sabse difficult mai likhunga and the you know the, the most of the smarter guys will read it that, that's how he is trying to do mm-hmm. got it got it like how, like see if let's say someone is, see you have a lot of reading experience right so let's say someone 14 15 years old wants to read something wants to get in the get into the habit of reading how does he mm-hmm. do that don't do that i mean reading just for the sake of reading isn't like worth it you would eventually sure. get bored sure i picked up this habit because i got my dopamine there i mean when i mention reading it's not just reading books i mean it could be twitter threads it could be some blogs sometimes i even mention to watching like long documentaries or um like podcast i just club that whole thing into reading because it's more like a generalized version people usually refer to that for sure and reading is a bit more deeper right? like podcast after a point if you think about it it's almost like surface level content right but mm-hmm. after when you yep. read you can go as deep as you want like depending on your interest and then right. whatever that that's nice but like, i agree right because most of most of the people who read they read just for the sake of reading once there's a goal like agar mere ko ye seekhne ka hai let's say i want to learn you know color psychology there are couple of books available for that i read those and then i'll have probably you know 20 20 to 30% of the knowledge of the field that that's, nice. that's how i think it should be that's nice that's nice how do you see uh, i'll go back to the question again right when you're in school people mm-hmm. usually won't take you seriously because you're like what 13 14 15 16 max mm-hmm. how do you how do you make people take you seriously i mean there is no need for people to take you seriously Why? Uh, in your immediate environment, because uh, I mean, <laughs> no, no, not just the immediate environment. I'm talking about like the people <clears throat> who are like probably thirty plus, right? Because I've had no, like no. really weird experiences uh-huh. where people just don't take me seriously. But like they used to, yeah, yeah. Used to same, same. Seriously. How do you do that? How do you? I mean, that? right? Uh, because by immediate, I mean my local environment. My teachers or like most of my friends don't even know I work at startup, or I'm popular on Twitter, or I get a million views on my blogs and threads. Mm-hmm. um nobody knows that um but uh i think i get respected or like taken serious because i have some sort of social authority or social capital mm-hmm. it's because i publish smart twitter threads people read it and there is a number in front of my account like these many guys follow him like this is yeah. my authority social proof like, that's nice even though it's shady it shouldn't matter but that's how human psychology works it works yeah man 100% like when see earlier i used to freelance a bit right just just, just for the sake of it i used to freelance and people just didn't take me seriously like until last year like when i started the podcast and then how it you know it trans transformed into an agency people started taking me seriously because once they saw what cast market is it and they saw the podcast they knew a couple of familiar people right? like parash chopra is a bit big on twitter and a couple of more people right so Right. that's how a bit of credibility built for me but building social proof is difficult like in in 20, it's not difficult but like it takes a bit of effort bit of effort so the way you choose chose was like you know blogging and stuff how can a 13 14 year old do it with minimal experience i mean i, I don't blog to be honest um mm-hmm. 
I chose this because uh, I started building in public, mm-hmm. and um, okay, I started putting out tweets about whatever I was doing on that day, learning this stuff, doing this, um, doing this, but it it just became too surface level, and I was like, um, I want to convey like more deeper content. Mm-hmm. So eventually, I started writing threads. Oh, and then I, even threads uh, like you could not convey everything in threads so that's when i started writing blogs yeah yeah that's nice so it's just me documenting my experiences that's it I- agreed like do you think like like having some piece of content associated with the name is a necessity in 2021 <laughs> i i think yeah even it, i agree i I'm I'm not sure about it. Yeah, obviously, like, like it, if, if you're the best in the game, it definitely will help a lot. Yeah, for sure. Like if you're the best in the game, you won't need any content right after going. But if you're just starting out, that's good thing to leverage on, right? That's what I feel. Like if you're like sixteen, seventeen, if you're not creating anything, not just content, like anything, I think it's almost like a waste. That's what I feel. What do you think about this? Dude, content creation is like the gateway drug to entrepreneurship. Abnax, for sure, for sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think Abhinav yeah, said this, right? I, I, like, right? Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And why do I say that? I personally have friends mm-hmm. who grew their following. Let's say, um, okay, let's talk about this particular guy who grew his Twitter following. Like right now, he's at twenty-five k. Mm-hmm. He just got a job offer of, I think, one crore. Who's this guy? And um, <laughs> I won't pick out the name. Um, then there is another guy i know of mm-hmm. he just grew his youtube audience mm-hmm. and raised money on his audience and said to vcs i have audience give me the money i'll build product later that, that that's that's a smart way to look at it like i think i know this person is this person from uh, bits by any chance <laughs> no nahi ye alag hai okay <laughs> cut this part out <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. What do you think about the content space right now? Like how it's growing, and you know where the majority of the audience is. I think majority of Indians are busy watching reels. Sure, sure, for sure. There is only very specific niche audience, or like very smart people, um, reading this super niche content. Hundred percent. But I think that's the beauty of beauty of it. That's why the community is so close. Hundred percent, dude. Like. Exactly right. If if you if you compare two Discord servers, the one which is invite only, and the other one where anyone can join, I mean the invite only right. one has a bit more credibility. उधर जाओगे तो you have you know some sort of expectation कि यहाँ पे there will be some form of order which people will maintain. And right. On the other hand, when it's open for all, it gets democratized. Right. And when things get democratized, nuance won't be populate for sure. Most of people won't go to really. You know, see, just take an example. PubMed में कितने लोग जाते हैं, and how many people go to YouTube? But mostly people go to YouTube, right? PubMed uh, research papers are you know less clicked, exactly like that. But still, what do you think about the mm-hmm. step that Instagram took, putting out reels? I mean, it's, it's a good step by the business standpoint, but do you think the quality of audience has been reduced because of that? Um, thinking about it from business standpoint, that was a spectacular move. For sure. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe shouldn't say this, but 
I kind of admire people who have mastered the art of copying stuff. For sure. For um, sure. because what people think is for everything they need to do, they need to reinvent the wheel. I mean, no. Mm. Just copy what works, and Instagram is doing that beautifully. Copying stories from Snapchat, reels from TikTok, adding one feature, and somehow building it very beautifully. For sure, for sure. Like they messed and, up really um, well, like probably a couple of months ago, but now right. they've come like really stronger. Come back really stronger. Mm. Like the reels is see, it's almost like TikTok, right? Like TikTok just keeps scrolling. You don't know. Similar how reels they made it all. The I think this carbon copied it by doing that. Like exactly. I mean, just think of it once. One um company spends a million dollar doing their um user experience research and building design. Mm-hmm. and you are competing against them why would you spend that million dollars again and why won't you just copy that for interface sure, for sure <laughs> a couple of video conferencing tools also copied zoom right like um, i think geo meet was one i mean right. i'm not sure how how popular is it at this moment i think it's not um, but still many many of these guys do it and, and mostly companies just sell their user interface right that that's how it works like most of people just license their company like whatever design And that's how mm. most of the things work. Like Zoom did the same thing with Geomi. They they signed a good deal, I think. So that's what right. I heard properly. It's not disclosed yet, but it would it would be something like that for sure. Zoom wouldn't let a company like Geomi, you know, just go away with their design. <laughs> right. And um, mm-hmm. like from consumer standpoint, mm-hmm. um, I. I personally would stay away from it as much as possible because it's essentially messing up with your concentration span yeah like reels right oh, yeah for sure for sure for right sure. it's brutally damaging your deep work abilities for sure attention span is like what 15 seconds now for everybody if it's not fun in the first 15 seconds people just drop the idea Simply. right yeah man like it, how would you build hard th- like how would you do hard things then for sure for sure That's, that's that's saddening, right? After think about it, because reels. If you check the views on the reels, there's so many people watching it and liking the content. It's saddening. Yeah, right. So many people have been trapped into this um, whatever hellhole. Not sure, but still, dude. Like I, I think what Instagram missed out here is the mm-hmm. the value of one follower is massively reduced now by adding reels. That's why right. TikTok guys didn't have like. spending power people who watch tiktok mostly instagram users did have that's what i feel and once reels was invented i mean was implemented i think that has gone down by a certain degree i think like that's that's one thing that i feel right i think the quality of content is terribly down for sure. and for some reason the reach is massively up For yeah, man, that that's that's saddening, dude. Like good content doesn't get views, and I think it shouldn't. To be honest, like only the smart guys will find it, and they'll okay. watch it. Exactly like there is news editors, right? This yeah. YouTube channel called TK Kader. Mm-hmm. This guy sold his SaaS company for about, I think, four billion dollars. Okay. And mm-hmm. he has seven K subscribers. Oh my god! Like there's so many SaaS founders out there, but still seven k. That's sad, dude. No, I I think it's decent. Like uh, it? proper SaaS guys would follow him, and then there are those business gurus who even haven't like started their own business yet, and they have 
in mil- like subscribers in millions 100% 100% the content just lacks no ones right and because it lacks no ones people just it's easier to consume and so exactly i mean right i i think um like but i totally understand the other guy's standpoint too because out creating audience is really important right now and for sure, um, for sure. if you would have to generalize your content a bit why not yeah it's it's a fair ask right after a point of view if you're getting like a couple million subscribers i mean there's no a person would be f- a fool if he doesn't do it if you think about it. If, the, if the main goal is to just get an audience that's the easiest way to do it. i mean not the easiest but the, the conventional way to do it that's what i feel right right 100% what do you think about paid newsletters um i personally haven't subscribed to any mm-hmm. so i don't really think i have an opinion on that yeah man like what i think is it's, it's like see even the blog section of the internet is saturated after a point right most of the blogs have been saturated most of the newsletters have been saturated whereas like if you want to filter something out filter a smarter audience out the best way to do is it's just put an amount there 100 rupees huh, a month it's for sure for sure it's the best way to do it like okay. it's it's an, sure. and like obviously when money is coming in the person the person even creating it will you know put out a bit more effort and put it out regularly simple as that right right so right news letters is one thing but what are the other forms of content which are smart like news letters is one i mean to a certain degree podcast threads twitter threads that's nice twitter so, threads interesting i mean i have seen the smartest guys make the twi- like make twitter threads um besides that i mean the most smartest is actually find smart guys and go on calls with them yeah that that's that's true that that's better obviously because you get one one on one interaction but that, that's not you know accessible to most people right most people accessible to most yeah. right right to do that the person has to do something else which makes them valuable so that the person on the call you know respect right. them you know whatever they give the five five to 30 minutes right that that's that's one thing mm, i mean um Like, there is even really good content on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All you have to do is to be very good with your like searching skills. What are, what are the three four channels you recommend? Let's say for psychology. Um, nothing specific, but TED Ed is good. Mm-hmm. Like I'll put out a psychology plus philosophy mix. Sure. Um, even TED talks are good. Um, after school is good. Mm-hmm. um melody sheep for sure like one of the okay. most beautiful channels out there it's not something like uh philosophical but when you see what that guy makes mm-hmm. you feel so tiny after seeing that and it's just mm-hmm. mesmerizing I, i cannot describe that channel in word mm-hmm. melody sheep is beautiful what do you think about the indian space like what are the few really you know smart channels that everyone should probably subscribe to Okay um I I'll I'll like put out some niches and then I'll um sure, sure. say So I'll continue with my philosophy psychology niche mm-hmm. Um give me a minute to think about it for sure See I'll give you like my tiny list right so for psychology I just for from India specifically I mean uh, mm-hmm. Prakar is really good like for sure like I think Prakar's content is good. Have, have you seen Prakar? I mean, Scott. Not really. Haven't. Like he's no. kind of big on Twitter. Like check out like Prakar Gupta. No, no, yeah, I, I, I have heard his name, but um, <laughs> to be honest, I don't have time to 
go on uh, like for our long podcasts <laughs> yeah yeah 100% like from india specifically i didn't really find like good psychology channels mm no like, i mean i don't follow stuff. specific channels ha huh? hmm. um you just search something and sometimes like good channels pop up like pursuit of happiness and um, i mean i do have like a list for business channels though yeah for sure like put that up ek ek ada for sure noah kagan mm-hmm. slide bean uh, like slide bean kaya from slide bean and huh. business casuals mm-hmm. and um, then i have another list for productivity it's um, thomas frank better ideas ali abdal and um, improvement pill mm-hmm. for ek i would say i follow this guy called um kale halden kale halden i'm not okay. yeah mm-hmm. and like one of the most exciting things i've seen on youtube is this short web series called the sweater guys the sweater guys okay it has like 2k views mm-hmm. but it's probably the best thing i've seen on youtube what is it about it's about 17 to 18 year old kids building a startup and it's mm-hmm. it's real um it, it's not some fictional web series everything is, like is real or like proper web series it's, like acting and all it's a documentary but it's so well documented that it's as entertaining as a web series interesting like that's nice dude like i think this new new thing so this is the first thing i've ever heard of like 17 to 16 year olds a documentary for the startup that's nice is the this this the first thing or like have there been more such documentaries already never came across anything as interesting as it i mean those guys once wanted to uh, i think they uh, they just produce custom sweaters so they sponsored a hackathon and wanted to make sweaters for that hackathon mm-hmm. now what they did is like uh, they would have to drive and then go and deliver those sweaters and t-shirts sure hmm. <laughs> instead of doing that they made t-shirt launching cannons <laughs> oh my okay that's nice t-shirt okay t-shirt <laughs> i mean i love that that's nice those guys are really crazy interesting that's great sai seen bro all right let's just let's come back to twitter a bit um see you have like mm-hmm. more than 1000 followers on twitter already right right how do you reach that point let's say in the indian tech twitter game how do you reach uh-huh. more than 1000 followers um if someone here like specifically wants to build an audience like gain that 1000 number they shouldn't probably follow this advice mm-hmm. because my like those 1000 guys like I, i know probably 400 out of those guys and 200 guys i have been on calls with and 100 guys are like if i'll ever fall in any trouble they would come and help me at any point of time interesting so it's very close community and most of them are like my friends so um i just wrote a very uh, cool twitter thread on this how i grew my um, like twitter from 0 to 1k meaningfully because most of the content on growing on twitter is like bullshit sure sure people just say post out stuff tweet 10 times a day pick a niche i mean that doesn't matter unless you are doing it meaningfully for sure for sure so i just focused on making friends and then 
um i i mean i'm not a content creator right i mean sure. i i'm trying to learn but at this point i'm not hmm. so what i do is i basically post stuff about bash and building in public that's what my content is it's just documenting mm-hmm. and there are 1600 people at this moment who are interested to know what we are doing in bash <laughs> how powerful is that yeah and that to like with, without running any ads and stuff like just word of mouth that's nice right i mean <laughs> to be honest i get like one to two fan emails a day <laughs> fan emails like people just appreciating um, the word <laughs> right <laughs> one guy just put out a thread on me <laughs> Oh, that was that was really so flattering to be honest. Like, put just a whole thread on. Me. I used to get these, like Insta stories like when I started out the podcast. Like, I used to get like a couple of Insta stories like randomly about the podcast. That 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 was like too flattering. Like a, a complete thread. I can't imagine. That's nice. <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, even though my audience is very small, it's very close knit. for sure like and, you almost know everybody by name and you have talked to at least almost everybody right that, that's that's nice no i mean not everybody i, I mean I, i was just checking stats once uh-huh. i just found a really cool tool about this and i mean i don't follow back like 95% of my audience yeah sure like, because r- right now i've grown into popularity but, but before that like till 300 point mm-hmm. i knew everyone yeah for sure after that it just snowballed and i again sort of um like a visibility on that platform hmm. but before that it was just me and my friends trying to build cool stuff that's it for sure interesting that's nice all right so what have been your like key learnings from bash keep on pivoting because like our cycle is um launch something talk to users keep launching very frequently hmm. we started out with synthetic media and right now we have landed in we are creating just for creators and sure. who knows where we'll go <laughs> even like two months down the line for sure that's that's nice like pivoting how difficult is pivoting though like uh, how difficult it, is it to it, convince your team to say that yo we are not doing this now we are doing this no no it's not some major pivot not, yeah for sure not major pivot but like let's say we do it every 15 days so it's a norm for us <laughs> ah okay so this like your general process ki har mahine mein do ye karni hai that's nice that's nice no no not necessarily we go like launch not talk to people and you see okay retention is very low people are not using it go and ask them why are you not using it i mean i am the guy who goes on a lot of calls ask hmm. people personally and they are like i don't find this feature useful so i'm like okay what would you want instead and then you go on building that as simple as that here like hmm. listen to what your users say so that's like that's a, that's much better to be honest yeah like i think that's is not so common like in most startups like the direct like the team is approaching on call saying why are you not using this it's nice <laughs> right i mean um what happened once like there is a beautiful essay on this by paul graham do things that don't scale hmm oh okay and okay it's I'm quite sorry. popular yeah. ha, ha, ha. right and then the second piece of advice is our really cool team for sure yeah how, mean, how do you build that like, it just happened i just met guys who could, who i could vibe with so like see i'm sure like you would have had like really bad team experiences right earlier when you right. like earlier startups so see uh, a couple of things that i've kind of learned this when you have a bad team just exit 
there's this no point in staying if you think your vibe doesn't it's match. like a toxic relationship 100% dude like it, if your vibe doesn't match just get out it, it doesn't make sense <laughs> for me at least because i've had like see i've like really really ugly fights in the start of doesn't 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 scale doesn't make sense afterward but like how do you get a good team like is it trial and error that's what i feel like you have to try a couple of people on your team first and see if that you know that the vibe matches or else you know get new people in that's what i feel trial and error no, what's your what's your process it's not like trial and error i mean i have a very big network like sure. right now I, initially i didn't i mean right now i know founders who do 10 million dollars in arr i know mm. people who run about like 100 million dollar companies mm. but i mean a, a key part is knowing a lot of people and understanding whom you really vibe with and i'm a guy who is like who just likes building stuff and um now i'm really enjoying like selling more than building to be honest mm-hmm. but so i just keep on doing mini stuff with i i mean even though i'm building this with krish digvijay and rishav mm-hmm. i like i'll take out some names um ojwal sukheja ayush pathak um sahil patel mm-hmm. um i mean those guys like these guys are my friends hmm. whom i like talk w- once every two or three days interesting that's nice so they're really close and i've been working with them since like a year so hmm. i know how it feels like working with them interesting do you think like tweet ups will be a thing later on because see like the twitter community for the at least the indian tech twitter like for the gen z it's growing like madly like it's, it's almost like a close knit network at the moment but after a point do you think tweet ups will be a thing after let's say covid settles um uh, uh people are so fed up <laughs> i personally want to meet people physically for sure <laughs> for sure i think tweet ups would be i mean i'm not sure it could be i think it may not be yeah because it was it is like a really old concept like when twitter just launched tweet ups was a very very prominent thing i think it will be back soon for sure right all right like we are almost like at the end of the podcast so before like you know ending it mm-hmm. what is that one message you want to you know give out on behalf of the bash mafia be shameless experiment a lot fail a lot interesting all right That's thank it. you so much viraj thank you so much for doing this podcast it's been a great time talking to you it's almost like we are almost same, the same dude. age so like we vibed really well this is like the first time <laughs> Hi right. All right guys uh, if you like the awesome, podcast do the formalities and I'll mention uh, all Viraj's uh, Twitter handles and all the stand everything in the description you can check it out I'll link in the bash.tml website you can check out for more updates there All right guys thank you so much see you in the next one Stopping the recording